Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real to real. This month we salute my personal hero and all-around great guy and the better version of Tom Hanks, Henry Winkler. Known as the Fonz, but you know, a lot of his movies don't really get a lot of traction to get talked about quite a bit. And we're looking at today a rare, rare occurrence of Fonzie before Fonzie. Yes. This is the Lords of Flatbush, starring a rare occasion of Sylvester Stallone before Rocky as well. Yep. <laughs> and a rare time that you see them and they actually act. Question mark? <laughs> could I could? I'm not entirely convinced Sylvester Stallone knew that he was filming a movie. <laughs> well, I mean, there's some reasons for that, and I'll get into that in just a moment. My name is Nick. I'm Kaz. I'm Dan. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my reaction to this movie, I just... Can you visualize the crusty gif with the uh, cigarette falls out of his mouth? He's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> That's my reaction yeah. at the end. Yeah, that was... Uh... I kept waiting for a plot to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not that kind of a movie. Yeah. Now, here's the thing with this. The movie itself, yeah, it has problems. It has a lot of issues. (laughs) It is a... Like, considering the fact they didn't have microphone money? Yeah. Did you want them to have microphone money? Considering how... With chewing? Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to know what they were saying half the time. Like, most of it was just like, all you hear is... There's captions, though, right? Yeah. We have captions. There, yeah. Yeah, there are captures at least, thank God. It's on Amazon Prime, guys. It's free. If they're not anywhere near the camera, then good luck. You're not going to hear I'm so glad that the microphones didn't pick up all the goddamn chewing. This is like gum chewing, the movie. And all of them were clearly chewing with their mouths open. So I would have murdered everyone on set just on principle. I think there was like an extended scene where they're just looking at each other, not sure what to say about their feelings. There's a lot of this. There's a lot of this, and there is a lot of chewing and there's a lot of these God scenes damn. that were set down and were most of it was one take yeah can't you tell? and a lot of <laughs> it was in here's the funny part of this this movie was written and was filmed between 1982 and 1984 hmm. <laughs> reasoning is is they kept running out of money it says uh-huh. release date of 74 yeah I'm sorry, 1974. Okay, I was going to say. Hold up. Yeah, 1972 and 1974, this was filmed. They kept running out of money and they shot in order. And if you notice, they they kept running out of money and they didn't spend any of that money on lighting. No, because it's like like we're at the beach. I swear to God, we are at the beach. Yes, you can't tell, but we're at the beach. A dull blue tinge over everything, and I'm like, wait a minute, color grading hasn't happened yet. No, (laughs) I guess they're ahead of your time, but I guess it was kind of I don't want to say blurry, but the yeah the film quality was not sharp. No, it it wasn't there. It was not dull. No, No. it was very clearly a Um, '70s film. Honestly, this this kind of was like the movie version of Welcome Back, Cotter. Yes. Yes. When was Welcome Back, Cotter? Is the question because I think that was later. Yeah, that was later than that. Because all I could see is when Sylvester Stallone. All I could see is George Travolta. Yes! We had a bunch of proto sweat hogs oh going on in the classroom. Oh my god! The sweat hogs have charm. A little bit. That's why, yeah. I, said, oh, that's why I said calls, proto sweat hogs. The, the, the teacher calls Epstein, and I'm just like, does he have a talk <laughs> <from> his mother? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, it kind of reminded me of, you know, when we were in high school, we, we took tried to make our own movies with a camcorder? Yes. Yes. Okay, the quality was better than that, but weren't we watching on, like, a, I don't know, I don't know. It was know. a Just little, t- it was a, yeah. like we did. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were <laughs> watching it off of, um, No, but that just made yeah. it worse. Yeah, we had a little tiny, uh, not, it, was, it wasn't over the shoulder, it was a palm-held camera. That a little screen that popped out. Oh, see, I had the old school ones that had to have the full tape in it. Yeah, I had one of those too. The shoulder-mounted bazooka cameras. Yeah, we had we we did film we did film one of those on that. Yeah, we we never had a bazooka sized. It was like the next stage of smaller. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, but it was one that we had over there because there was a scene where your dad was doing something and he was filming and you could see the shadow and you could see the camera over his shoulder. Yeah, like yeah, we were quality at the time. Oh God, yeah, some of the plot lines I had. Too. Yeah. The low contrast. Oh, yeah. When my, when yeah, my dad first got a hold of that uh, camera, I was like three, I yeah. think. Oh, and, that one. Yeah. yeah. And we were we were living over in Somerset, and the, in the backyard we had this. There was like a swing set with like a slide or whatever, mm. but it was under oh, wow. a maple tree, mm. so it just got coated with sap. <laughs> oh, Absolutely no. coated. And, yeah. and one of the videos my dad was taking because he recorded everything because this is super cool yeah. was little three-year-old me trying to scooch his way down the slide but I keep getting stuck on the sap. Oh. <laughs> it's like an eight. It's actually really cute. And then I, I get down to the bottom. You see my mom walk in. You hear my dad from the behind the camera like, Sandy, pick him up. See if he sticks to the house. It's a yeah. great, it's a great uh, home movie. I watched that home movie with him when yeah. he was 19. Because yeah. his mom was like, I need to embarrass him as much as possible. Oh, this is going to be one of those shows where we try to avoid talking about well, it. No, i got to no, guide no, through no, some no. of it here. Because, I mean, it's the, it, you know. I want to say, there's no cohesive plot. Yeah. When the music starts, I'm thinking... Dollar? Um, no, I'm thinking Wish.com uh, Greece. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there is some of it's, those, and it's the not a musical, though. it's the doo-wop style Shana Na. Now there is a funny thing with this: is is the written by, and there's four people who wrote this. God, there is Martin Davidson, Gail Gail Gleckler. I'm going to get to that, please. I mean, you know, and uh, Stephen Verona and Sylvester Stallone with quote additional, additional dialogue. dialogue. Now, now, I, I dug in and I found what the additional dialogue was. Sylvester Stallone kept forgetting his lines and making them up, so they just gave him a writing credit to stay in the movie. I mean, okay. now, you now, can see it. Spin improv. Yeah. You can see it in the jewelry store later yes, on. Yes, you can. Because oh he has clearly forgotten his lines. Yeah, <laughs> he kept forgetting his lines, and the reality is, is that the character of Chico was rewritten and redone and recasted because Richard Gere was supposed what? to be in this. Oh, Lord. Now, Jesus. Richard Gere and Sylvester Stallone nearly got into a fist fight because they were doing a scene at the very beginning where they're playing basketball or hockey or who the hell cares. Stickball. It's and, stickball. And, okay. And never played they, yeah. Yeah. No, I played that. Played and, you know, and the girls come by and they're like, hey. So they did that shot. That shot took a day. Day, believe it or not, and then they go to the truck because they're trying to cool off because it's really hot because they're all wearing all the you know leather jackets in the yep. heat of the summer for reasons. Because and, you have to be cool no yeah, matter what. Right now, <laughs> funny we'll get into that because that leads into what Henry Winkler took from this. Okay. So, and the um, 
<laughs> you know, with that, and Sylvester Stallone and him were not really getting along much, and he said, you know, hey, uh, you know, you can't do that, and then he brought in a roasted barbecue chicken sitting in the truck with Sylvester Stallone, and Sylvester Stallone had a hot dog, and this, I don't know why, I'm the uh, probably the only person in the world who is going to regurgitate this story on the internet, <laughs> and Sylvester Stallone said, and I quote, you cannot do this because this is the only pair of jeans I have for this movie. And so Richard Garrison, okay, turned and he spilled barbecue sauce on Sylvester Stallone's pants. So this is just trying to, they're just trying to beat each other up. Yeah, and they started a fist fight <laughs> because that scene later where you have Sylvester Stallone and said guy go trading blows. Oh, Chico? Yeah, yeah. that was supposed to be Richard Gere. <laughs> Stanley and Chico. And then, and then they're beating each other up up and the director said well one of you's gotta go and Richard got fired <laughs> and the quote is to this day he still doesn't like me <laughs> now Hollywood practicing Buddhist Richard Gere who has another funny thing he's associated with <laughs> you the know adventures of Mr. Winky <laughs> Has has got that, and that's up his ass. I guess <laughs> really? something from nineteen seventy four. Yeah, nineteen seventy two. Sir, I'm sorry. This is the beginning of it. Jesus H. Very good, yeah. sir. You got me with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing I wasn't drinking anything. That would have been a sick take. Fifty years ago. Yeah. Okay. Still to this day, he still doesn't like me. <clears> hmm. <throat> No, I can't imagine why. Yeah, and this is one of those things that this movie itself, Sylvester Stallone came into this, and this was after he did The Italian Stallion. That is not surprising. Yeah. Do you know what The Italian Stallion is? No. The softcore <laughs> porn that he did. Oh, that's right! Yeah. That's just, right! Yeah. And he's like, I did that because I was a starving artist and right, I, needed I needed the money. money. That's right. And then he found this. And he couldn't uh. get out of this movie. And it's very clear. These people age quite a bit and they kept running out of money. And you notice at the very end, Henry Winkler has different hair. Yes. Uh -huh. Not even, completely different hair, longer. And, not even uh, just it's that, so, though. It's, it's, <laughs> these, are, these are where you started getting 27-year-old teenagers. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Sincerely. you got to graduate. You're only 35. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The greatest. Uh, I don't want to uh, get married. I'm a young man. I'm only yeah. 27. I don't know. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to be married. I'm only your 28. He's also buff, so that doesn't help either. Yeah. yeah. I think right. teenagers usually as gangly and yeah. Right. Yeah. Teenage, I, I had. Yeah. There were a couple of guys in my class that were pretty buff as football players. I mean, I was. They were football players. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I was solid, but that's just because I was fat. Yeah. No, no, no. The, well, still am, but you know. There's. I can name one person off the top of my head. I'm not going to, but I could. My point, though, is it's there are some, is it, but they're usually meatheads. <laughs> I would say, is it the meathead I mouthed off to, and he, and and thankfully he didn't kill me. But I still think it makes. Um, no, no, no. Okay, so we have two. Yeah, I know. I, okay, I guess you can have a muscular eighteen-year-old or whatever, but still, I don't no, know. No, it's it's, rare. it was his face. His face. Yeah. You, could, you could see the age in his face. Yeah. 
That's what it is. It's like the, he didn't have any the baby puffiness that's still kind of left over. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's there's a, there's lines there that shouldn't necessarily be. It just shows that on his swole. face, he must have held back, back way too many times. Yeah, yeah, like at least three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> now, this movie was originally starring... A uh, top billing was a man named Perry King. Yes, who I looked up because yeah. he's Chico. Yeah, and Perry he's King Ch- with the with the the most impressive cleft chin. Oh yeah, yes. now I've seen. He was twenty five. Yeah, in this oh, movie. thank you. Yeah, twenty five, and his Wikipedia is first century is best known for his roles in television and in films. Yes. Mm-hmm. He no won shit. a Golden Globe, though. Yeah. He won a Golden Globe. No, he, wasn't a, he wasn't a bad actor. Yeah. He no, he was wasn't bad. Chico the character was a yeah. piece of shit. Mm. It's also starring Susan Blakely and Paul Mays. Susan ba- Blakely, I have seen in other things. Who's done quite a bit, I have, yeah. I have seen her in... <laughs> I hate yeah. to say it, but she starred with Sylvester Stallone yeah. in Over the Top. Was that in Annie the or 80s. Yes. That was uh, uh, Jane. Yeah. Jane, all right. But she was also in a much better movie in 1974 called The Towering Inferno. Yeah, I've yep. also seen that. She was that. telling yeah. me about that last Yeah, and The Towering Inferno, leading by Paul Newman and Steve McQueen. Yes, it's a, that is an... I don't want to say it's an excellent movie, it's but it really is a good. good movie. It's really good, yes. yeah. The, not, the remake I've not seen it, but I've heard good things. To yes. me, the remake fell flat. Yeah. So, but that's because I liked the first yeah. one. And there is some things of the editing was uh, <laughs> the editing of this movie was done by a woman named Muffy Meyer, which oh, is Muffy. still the funniest damn thing cool. to me. I'm pretty Muffy. sure just collected a paycheck and said, "Yeah, sure, I, I edit it." It's funny. yeah. There was an awful lot of close-ups in this That's, movie. It was yeah. all from from like chest high up, yeah. like just clavicle. Uh, yeah. I was really. just wondering, are you not able to get good locations or pay people to go away? So you just got to focus real tight on the characters. I think that's yes. what happens because yeah, they didn't yeah. have like sets per no. se. There was like they were in a diner. Yeah, they had like they had permission to film in the diner, but it's not an actual set. So like for the for the te- for like them around the table, someone yeah. had to be actually behind the counter. Yeah. Right. So it's like you can't really. Then you yeah. had you know you had the, the classroom scene. Yeah. That could have been a set, but I don't think it so wasn't. because no. they filmed a lot of stuff outside of a high school. So yeah. I'm assuming they just kind of took over one of the rooms. Yeah, it wasn't. And I think that diner scene, I think what happened when everybody was outside, the director walked in going, hey, do you mind if we film in here? And the owner said, <laughs> yeah, you can do that. But we got rushed in about 15 minutes right. to we film so. and leave. We did or that. that or you yes, we did. That, yeah. or you can, because it looked like it was really dark outside, so yeah. I think they were probably doing it when the diner was already closed. So they probably did it yeah. at three or four in the morning. You know, you're probably right. It was because probably one of those 24-hour diners. Which would explain why everyone seems so punchy. Right, yeah. it's because they're tired. Yeah. I guarantee you yeah. that they had to wait for well, the we diner to get here, and you know, considering the fact that this was made, filmed in order, right. and filmed in chunks... You know, over time of two years, because yeah. it kept running out of money. And they go, okay, we got fifty bucks. Okay, I got this, and you got a, you got starving actors here, right? And you know, this is the one film, and I'm going to try very hard to put the movies in order this month. 
Um, but there's just the one film in this where it's pre-Fonzie for Henry Winkler. Mm-hmm. You know, and Henry Winkler really got his big break from Fonzie. Yes. I mean, and, and we can see, like, the, the beginning you can of Fonzie see the elements. in this movie. And here's but the, yeah. out of out of everybody in this yeah. movie, and I'm going to be very honest about yeah. this. Yeah. He was the best character. Yeah. He mm-hmm. was not on there very long, no. but his character was the best because it had some actual, like, character development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody else did because the rest are all fucking meatheads. Yeah. I feel like um, he didn't, his character didn't have much going on, but he was, um, everybody else is very insufferable. No. Yes. And he, I, I liked, what I liked about him, or at least his little character development, is the one, the, almost the one scene that we mm. get with him and the guy who owns the diner. Yeah. And yeah. him basically telling him. Anywhere, though. It no. didn't, but it was still like a, yo, you've got more brains than these chuckle fucks. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing here? You can go someplace. Yeah. Fucking use your head. Yeah. And him just kind of going... You know, I'm a little insulted. <laughs> I'm yeah. mildly insulted, but you're but right. But you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want lie, you. Right. And either, I don't want you to be right. And it's but yeah, it's his friendship with Chico huh. that made me go. Has anybody else seen the movie Now and Then? Came out in the early '90s, I um, think. No. Uh, it stars no. like uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Um, mm. Uh, as adults, Melanie Griffith. Demi Moore. I don't think I have. No. Okay. Well, that yeah. movie is like a, um, yeah. a kind of a telling of four girls who mm. are friends, and it's in the seventies, based yeah. on their kids, and then when they're adults, it kind of so goes back and forth. So the same time lapse as this, right. yeah. And yeah. in that movie, it kind of divides. This is what the, this movie kind of reminded me of. Yeah. You've got the four of them, but you can tell that two and two are better friends. Yeah. And it's kind of like that in that movie, too, where you can tell that two and two are better friends than the other two. So you've got Chico and you've got, uh, what is his name? In Butchie. This? Butchie. Yeah. You've got Chico and Butchie, and they're better friends because Chico goes to Butchie's house. Yeah. After, you know, the whole scene with Jane. Yeah. Um, to get some sort of advice. And he's sitting there going, you going to tell me? Or am I going to go to sleep? Yeah. And you've got them, like, I guess him kind of trying to pour his heart out, even though he doesn't because he's, I don't know, a 50s guy and they don't do that. Yeah. But um, you've got the two of them and then you've got uh, Stanley and Mini-Me. Uh, I can't um, remember uh, his Wimpy. name. Wimpy. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, you get the two <laughs> the of them. The one I keep forgetting, yeah. Because yep. yeah. they, because I guess uh, Wimpy is like his little... Minion? Stooge, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. And the two of them are together. And yeah. then you see, anytime you see Chico and Stanley together, they're fighting. Yeah. So they obviously don't get along that well. Right. So you've kind of got the two well, and two it's, dynamic. They're, they're both, well. And they're all Stanley, friends. Stanley and Chico are both like alpha dickbags. Yeah. Yeah. And there's going to be conflict when you get two of them in a room together. Yeah. Now, Which is how that works. Yeah. Now, I've, I've had, you know, haven't had very many close friends in my life, but I've had friends growing up in high school that the bond was is that you fought each other. Yeah, I don't yeah, get that. that. Yeah. Defeat means friendship? Yeah, I, it's pretty okay. much, yeah. I, I understand that it's aspect, a, it's yeah. but it's got to be a guy yeah, thing. Because yeah. I don't walk up to any of my friends, even my friends 
to our guys and be like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna punch each other. Yeah. That's how friendship works. Yeah. We're we gonna fight. Like I, yeah. I it's like never you didn't, done you didn't that. get it in Persona <laughs> Four when when I yeah. didn't understand when, it then. when you and Yosuke just punch each other and that's how they, they, that's they how cement they... their permanent friendship. Yeah. Right. I don't understand it, that. It, and I get you that. Challenging each other. And I get yes. that. And I mean, you it's, know, from it's caveman, yeah. just yeah. be prepared to ungo when I bite. I think that's it. Because, I mean, it's the same with me. When I was growing up, the only thing I had a lot of times was the martial arts. I was going to say, that's so, a different thing, though. Yeah, it, it is. It is. But there were people I was really good friends with. They're like, okay, go over to the house. Like, we got sparring now. You want to spar beforehand? Sure. But, like, and then, you know, we just, we were friends because we beat the shit out of each other most of the time. And, you know, I, I get that, but you're right, though, because I was thinking about it, and I'm like, in my head... There's not much of it, and there's not many notes of this movie. No. Uh, you know, online and very few podcasts gave a shit to even talk about this. <laughs> I think we're number three. <laughs> well, we took home the bronze. I hate well, see, to say it, but I mean, there's not much that happens. No, story that there's like, not it's, much. It's, no. a, it's a sli- it's not the kind of movie that has a plot. It's slice of life. It's like yeah. here's what happens to these these idiots four chuckle fucks. Yeah, over I'm the gonna... course of like what three months or something. It's it's it's, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be two years. What? what? It's supposed to so be. So Franny stayed pregnant for a very long no, time? No, because she was never pregnant. Yeah. That was the whole thing. Yeah. She was never what? actually pregnant. Yeah. She like, tricked him into marriage. Yeah, no, she's not. And he no. figured it out. And yeah. he still married her. Yeah. 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 Okay, I missed a lot because, frankly, my... This is one yeah, of those you, movies you where You didn't I, give a shit. You, you, yeah. I, tr- I tried, but my, movie, yeah. my brain was tapped out partway through, and then no, suddenly and, they're yeah. talking about pigeons. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 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 And also, I'm just like, holy crap! She's such a harpy in the jewelry store. I'm thinking you're gonna gr- you're gonna grow up to be a a wife in a boomer comic, <laughs> for real. <laughs> and, and then I yeah, I, my brain kind of I just I was just like I'm trying to be polite and not wanting to ask when is how much time is left because I really because I was short doing the movie. same thing. This is actually a really uh, short. Okay, yeah. well, so I didn't want to... Um, no, 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 and that's okay. I mean, that's fine. I hate to say Take it. it apart. We don't, we don't all have to enjoy the I same did, I didn't hate this movie mm. because I I rickrolled the whole right. fucking thing. Yeah, because yeah. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I, did, I didn't like it, but I didn't no. hate it. I didn't no. hate it because I made fun of it the entire time. Yeah, yeah. I was just like... Who was the, the chick with the roller? She sounded like oh Laverne from Laverne. I was Annie. I wanted yeah. to stab her yeah. Yeah. a lot. I just yeah. kept wondering, did people actually do that? Or is she yeah. just some kind of I don't know. Outlier? I kept saying that this is how the Jersey Shore was born. <laughs> this is Proto Suki. <laughs> And I I kept feeling guilty because if if we're reviewing movies, sometimes I I know sometimes some people that review movies are more analytical and they may watch things more than once. But and so I felt bad, like maybe I would have picked up on something Mm. more meaningful if I watched it a second time. No, no, I don't want to watch it. No, you don't have to because there's nothing meaningful in it. Well, I think it's the theme is responsibilities. I don't think that's a theme. I think think what this was was we did so, you know, Grease came out and that was really well done and and the Greaser thing is super, super, yes, Grease came out in 72. It is Wish.com Grease. Yes. You have Grease at home. 
It is, and you know, in in the Wikipedia, the movie was written because the greaser culture was there. And looking back into the 1950s was very popular. Yes. That also created Happy Days. Yes. You know, because Gary Marshall watched this movie, who Gary Marshall was the creator of Happy Days. Okay, I know who Gary Marshall is. Yeah, and you know, I'm saying saying that for... He directed Pretty Woman as well. Yeah, I'm saying that for people who may not know that. That's why I'm saying Pretty Woman. (laughs) But, um, you know, Gary Marshall saw this and said, okay, there's something, and he was writing that because he wrote the... He wrote the sketch for Love American Style. Okay. You know, oh, which yeah. was, you know, which there and that. Weird yeah. show idea. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was basically, you know, Love American Style was a cleaned up, you can't do that on television. But here's the no, deal. No, no, yeah. It wasn't it just like an anthology about, yeah. about relationships instead of Twilight yeah. Zone shit? Yeah, but it was just random sketches and random stories too, which was like a play, you know, like like the way you can't do that on television was, except without the without spy. the sketch comedy. Yeah. The dad from Happy Days, he he did a voice on that show in the Tom Bosley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, wait until yeah. your father gets home, which yeah. is like yeah, became they, it was very popular and turned into a sitcom. Well, this right. is kind of what happens though every twenty years or so if you think about yeah. it. Yeah, because nostalgia. You had, nostalgia, yeah. nostalgia. If you yeah. had that, that you know, the nostalgia for the fifties and the seventies. Yeah, and then in the um, I don't know about the seventies. I can't really quote that you know, but I know that in the nineties, you know, we had that seventy show. Yep. You know, yeah. there's always that that kind of throwback now and even now. 20 years later, we're getting the throwback to the 90s. Explain is... the swing revival. Yeah. I can't. I don't know. I... Come back. Yeah, yeah, for about five minutes. Well, I, yeah. did, I know the... it did in the 90s, but yeah. did it come back? That's what I'm saying. But now? Swing was, no. no. Oh. But Swing was like way, bef- way more than 20 cool, years before. Right. Right. But, but, but my point is that every 20 years or so, there, used to, there seems to be this nostalgia thing because the people who were teenagers yeah. in that era... 20 years later, look back and they want to create something from it. And, and that's kind of what there, And there is always a look back because it's always a more innocent time of, you know, we didn't yeah. have responsibilities. We didn't have jobs. We didn't have things we had to do. You could buy a house on one salary. You yeah. know, that's yeah. the way it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not something that's, that's not stuck. the way it is right now. Oh, no. But, no, you but, know, that's, that's yeah. kind of how it is. And, but, yeah. And so the, I, I get the, the economy, yeah. so we ruined, <laughs> I don't know, Walmart or something. I yeah. don't even know. But my point, though, is that the, yeah, back this, with avocado the reason this movie was made... <laughs> <laughs> the reason this movie was made was because they were people were looking back at, at that time. Yeah. It became popular, so that's why this movie was created. You're but abs- yeah. I don't believe that there's any theme. There's no, not supposed there's to not. be. This no. is just it a, is. Yeah. because all right. They start the movie. They're a bunch of idiots in their gang that fuck around with the teacher. And by the end, um, I don't know. Stanley has gotten. Tricked into learn into responsibility. He's got a little yeah. bit of responsibility. He's got a little sure. bit of responsibility, but is that going to change him as a character? I don't no. know. And I don't. And that's why I say that this doesn't have a theme. Because no. if there was a theme, then the theme would be that they learned from the stupid mistakes they made, and by the end, you have a conclusion that shows them being more responsible. It's like maybe, alternatively, maybe Butchie did. Yeah. Butchie maybe. Well, what about the girl who um, started crying in the middle of the drive-in because she didn't want to have Jane? sex yeah. with that Jane guy? Jane is... I, I understand Jane as a character. 
Because her friend got pregnant or something? No, that was Annie. See, that's why I, I suck at, at the very beginning. The first way through. I can't keep track of who's important. Annie, at the very so beginning, has a sex scene with Chico. Yeah, the beach. <laughs> yes, on the beach. The beach. The beach. We, we promise you it's the beach. You can't there see it. Uh, I can't see it, but we promise you it's the beach. There's, there's that scene at the very beginning, and it shows that Annie is easy. Yeah. And she's talking about her friend that got pregnant, and that friend is... Uh, Franny. Franny. Yeah. Which one's Franny? Was she the Stanley's girlfriend? Franny's the one that was with Stanley. Stanley's girlfriend. I couldn't keep track. Yeah. I, there's no hair rollers. Yeah. And, yep, hair, she, dark hair girl with, with hair rollers. He was with Friend. hair rollers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on the beach. Yeah. There's only oh. one girl who wears hair rollers in this entire movie, and that's Annie. Yeah. And she was the first one he was with on the beach. And that's when she said, Oh, Chico, you oh, yeah. made a mess. <laughs> and I fucking lost it. So did we. <laughs> so I was she during was like, that, she's all like, But what about so and so? Didn't you hear she got pregnant? That's yeah. Freddie, her best friend. Yeah. Um, she has now, Stanley's, Stanley's girlfriend. Or, yeah, or the. This, how, this is how Franny got pregnant. Yeah. How Franny got what? Yeah. What? Now there's the line too there that's like the elastic didn't work. Oh God! I'm like, yeah. Which is that a condom um, or something? Yes. something else? Yeah. Yes. It's it, except that they. I never call. I never heard anybody call it an elastic. I know they called it rubbers. Yeah. But or, I don't know if it was some kind of horrible makeshift. Well, that's what I was with thinking. Oh, look, they put like a fucking uh, yeah. sandwich bag on it with yeah, a fucking. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking well, because there was a, there You're right. there was yeah there was a kid in high school that <laughs> he thought it would, a rubber band yeah. would clamp it shut. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a, there was a kid in high school that we used to call plastic bag. Yeah. You know, because he did that. He's like, oh, we say, oh, we called him shopping bag. <laughs> for that, you know, and just use your imagination. Yeah, you no, I don't think of a dick would you need to yeah. have, get you some. You just need shopping to have, bag and elastic. You just need to have a specific size cock ring. That's yeah. it. So yeah, so crinkling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Still to this day, he has memories when he puts bananas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did everybody have that in health class? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking about how like, Annie, Annie was crying at the movies. Yeah. Girl, um, well, that's Jane. Yeah. Jane. Okay, yeah. so there's three women in yeah. this movie. You've got Franny with the curlers. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. You've got Franny, who's the pregnant one. You've got Annie with the curlers, and okay. you've got They're, Jane in the yeah. drive-in. Yeah. Now, Jane's Jane, the goody two-shoes. Yes. And also, Annie those Franny, two walking around that some other girls yelled at, I had no idea who the hell That was who. Jane. That was yeah. Franny and Annie yelling at Jane. Yeah. Uh, Jane is what would be known as a square. Yeah, yeah she's not. Um, she's not part of the the whole greaser. You know, she's new like, in town as well. Except, like yeah. you know, Chico yeah. took uh, yeah. took vested interest in her. Yeah. Well, they play. You know, she's the girl who, when they at the very beginning, when the girl's walking by and one of them grabs her book and they oh, yeah. play keep away. That's Jane. That. Yeah. That's Jane. Yeah, and yeah, that was kind of weird in but how they did that. Then I, I started going into family dynamics with Dan after yeah. this because mm -hmm. I, I analyzed this movie way too much yeah. because there wasn't much going on. No. So I started analyzing Annie's family versus Chico's family where you could tell that Chico, even though he's a schmuck, um, yeah. he's still, he like, loves, he, he loves, loves his mom. Loves his mama. And yeah. it's obvious that obviously their household is a two-person household, so he doesn't have a father figure. So his mother says, come home for dinner. He comes home for dinner and then might bounce out. 
and he goes and he asks his mom for money, but she obviously dotes on him. Yeah. So he doesn't have a father figure in his household that I can tell. I don't think many of them do. No. So, no. Obvi- but Stanley yeah. does. Stanley yeah. has has a, a big Italian family. Oh that yeah, shows right, up at the right, very right. End. yeah, yeah. But yeah. and you know oh, yeah, that that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know right. that Henry Winkler's character has parents because he complains. You know, when Chico shows up, shut up, my parents are sleeping. Yeah. So he's got a family. But you don't really see anything more um, about uh, the the other one who I can't remember his name ever. Wimpy. Wimpy. Yeah. We don't Wimpy, see really don't, much of anything. You only get us a, a shot of Wimpy playing pool, which the only thing I could think of at while di- during the scene is the color of money. Which yeah. if anybody has ever seen that movie, it's just a bunch of people playing pool. I just thanks yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah, and, um, I, and I thought about was. Uh, um, the hell, the wave movie. Yeah. We were the kid that was following the professor around yes. or didn't really have anybody anyway. That's why yeah. Wimpy is kind of there. Yeah, I, think I thought he was he... like, I had him as just like a latchkey kid. Yeah. You know, he seems yeah. to have a lot of free time. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's um, a free time millionaire. Right. At that point. You know, a free deal you know, to me. You're just like, okay, I'll go over here. I'll I can go over here. Yeah. I'm going to go hang out at this pool hall. Yeah, because the only people who accept me and the only people who are, who are giving a shit about me, at least in his own head, are, right. are these guys. Yeah. Specifically and, Stanley. Yeah. You know, um, or now what I wonder is, is, and this just sounds the weirdest way my head is going, mm-hmm. how did they all decide to get those jackets? In my own mind, you know, like uh, okay, they're gonna have it, or one of their girls. Expensive, yeah. just get those made. To me, it's, or it's, those, there's yeah. two ways that went about. Yeah, it's it's either a they were probably freshmen when they you know, became friends. They grew up together and they're yeah. friends. They started calling themselves the Lords, and then when they hit like high school, maybe freshman or sophomore yeah. year, they each had jobs or whatever. They came together and they did this thing. Or it's a Greece sort of thing where the T-Bird stuff is inherited. So you've got you've got this gang yeah. that you have this many people in. And then when you're getting out of high school and you're going on from there, you give your jacket to someone of, of lower rank, I guess, quote unquote. And to another. it's in turn into another T-Bird yeah. situation because the T-Bird stuff is inherited yeah. in Greece. So I'm wondering if they're going the same way. Okay, These jackets yeah. actually belong to somebody else Which beforehand. Which explains why they weren't wearing the jackets at the wedding scene. Right. Yeah, at the wedding scene there. Now, I like... they would yeah. wear business casual or whatever. To well, I like yeah. the... Stanley, yeah. you're wearing your son! <laughs> I was like, fuck me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, and I, then I looked and yeah. he actually was. Yeah. He was wearing like suit pants and nice <laughs> shoes compared to the other schmucks who were wearing jeans. And I'm like, oh, he is wearing a Sunday vest. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'd like to back up a little bit with Henry Winkler here because this kind of leads to some of the fun stuff. Because from this movie, you had elements of what became Fonzie. Yes. And it's not his bushy character. No, no. At all. It's Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. It's the mannerisms of Stallone, especially when he's at the pool hall or when he has his head bowed and he's playing with the cue ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's his style that actually that actually he took, you know, his mannerisms and the way that he interacts that he took to create the Fonzie character. 
at least what it was at first. Yeah, because Fonzie now, evolves. Fonzie evolves, yes, definitely. Very much so. And the funny thing is, is from this, Gary Marshall and all the others who are in charge said Fonzie could be around, but Fonzie was not the main character and not intended to be a long-term character at all. It was an Urkel situation. It was an Urkel situation, yeah. because everybody liked him. Yeah, he started coming up and started coming up and eventually became the leader of it. And right. Was, yeah, and is one of the reasons why the show ended. We don't talk about Johnny Jolove's Chachi? No. We don't talk about that. No, we don't know, because that... that that doesn't exist. <laughs> Except I'm for with that. That, doesn't, I mean, Scott Baio that doesn't, doesn't exist. Yeah. I'm okay with it. No, that's fine with F. Scott Baio, because fuck Scott Baio. <laughs> no, here, and it's just, you know, or others, but he took the elements here, and in the first times here, in the first season, every time you see Fonzie, he had to be with his bike. Yeah. And the reason is, is because they wanted to make it cartoony because the greaser biker character in the 70s was considered a threat and a gang member, but they wanted to make him wholesome. And one of my favorite scenes ever from, and I wish I had the audio here, but it doesn't quite play on an audio medium, mm. and uh, is like the second or third episode of Happy Days. And for those who have... you. Um, you have YouTube, you can find the scene, but if you have on Pluto, it plays constantly on that Happy Days channel. Yep. Um, for basically every few hours, it's the same episode. <laughs> it's, a, it's their first Christmas episode. Oh, God. And uh, Fonzie says he has a family in Milwaukee, but Richie finds out that he's just eating in the garage and just staying away because he doesn't want to bother the Cunninghams. Right. So they figure it out, invite him, and have a Christmas there. But uh, <laughs> Tom Bosley and Richie, you know, Mr. Cunningham and Richie scoot over and they go to Fonzie's apartment and he has his bike in the, in yes. the living room. Yes, yes, And the lines of it go, they're like, and Richie goes, gee, Fonz, you have your bike in the living room. And he goes, it gets cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> And there are other scenes in the first, like, assorted episodes where, like, he's watching the house while they're away and his bike is in the Cunningham's kitchen. You know! And just random stuff. And we're like, oh, you didn't know, like, and then, you know, Mr. Cunningham or Mrs. Cunningham come in and they go, oh, you brought your bike for dinner. It was hungry. <laughs> you know, just, like, stupid shit. That just is somewhat callbacks to this where he just has little nods and you didn't have that you didn't have that Fonzie style yet. No. He didn't have his style or grunt or anything. Nothing. No, he didn't even have a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, he, he had a gray windbreaker for a while. So he wasn't hip checking the uh the jukebox no. to make it work. No. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, a hip check and, a, and later was a hammer fist. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Later was a hammer fist to do that. And here's the funny part of it that not many people know. Henry Winkler never learned how to ride a motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot. He never learned how to do it, which is why also in this movie, you don't see him. He's the one who never rides a motorcycle. No, he doesn't ride anywhere. No, he doesn't ride any of it. He's just there. And there is one bit in the original Happy Days intros, you see it where um, Henry Winkler is is riding the motorcycle and it suddenly cuts off when he's in the driveway because he almost crashes into the door. That's hysterical. (laughs) Yeah. 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 They just do that. He he never learned how to ride a motorcycle, which is why he's always hanging around. 
Yep. Yeah, it's still it. To I me, have a motorcycle. It's yeah. my pet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to me, it is what it is. One of the funniest things, and it's the, one of the only reasons why you'd want to watch the, um, <laughs> why you want to watch the original first season of Happy Days because a lot of it is really hokey and kind of weird. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Hokey and weird, and also next time around we're going to get into the Happy Days allure of what happened to Chuck. <laughs> he ascended the staircase and never came down yeah. again. Which has been nodded to in many other TV shows later. Yep, I'm, I'm doing the Family Guy one. Yeah. The, the Church of uh, Chucky of Chuck Cunningham. That was the Church of the Fonzie. Yeah. All right. Well, all right yeah, yeah, the, church, the Church of the Fonz. Let us A. <laughs> Okay, I watched a lot of Friends growing up, and the scene that when, uh, it's a two-part episode, when Phoebe's giving birth to the triplets, the doctor loves Fonzie, and while she's giving birth, he puts on Happy Days... Because he needs to hear the fawns, because it makes him feel better. <laughs> and he starts, like, quoting, like, Fonzie's birthday and all sorts of facts about him. And he's like, the fawns, Arthur Fonzarelli. Yeah. And I forget what his middle name is, but he puts it in there. Yeah. And it's still, like... Every time I think of the Fonz, I think of that scene because I remember going, good Lord, if I ever have children and the doctor walks in, I'm walking out. <laughs> if that guy showed up, I'm walking out. <laughs> yeah. His middle name, his full name was Arthur Herbert Fonzarelli. There we go. Yeesh. Yeah, yeah, but y'all didn't know that, huh? Mm-mm, well, no <laughs> so I had to look at, I had to look at that a little bit. What's but, Barbie's middle name? I know this. Mildred. Mildred, you're right. Yeah. Oh. I thought yeah. it was Millicent. Yeah. Oh, oh no, yeah. it's, it's is it Millicent or Mildred? Yeah, Millicent. Now I'm confused. I don't, I don't recall. I, yeah. That the last, uh, the last podcast you missed, actually, Barbie came up. Oh, and I tried to remember some of the some of the trivia, and I couldn't quite remember all of it. I know a lot of Barbie trivia. I'm pretty sh- I, th- I think it might be Millicent. I think you're right. Maybe? Yeah. Now, we've kind of covered a lot of this movie in the middle, uh, you know, while going about, roundabout here. But yep. this movie itself, I got to say personally, if you're in a Henry Winkler fanatic like me, it's worth checking out to be a completionist. <laughs> That's about it. Mm. That's really about it because he is the best character in all this. Yeah. And in general, it is a movie that lasts a long time. It's on YouTube. No one's defending it. Well. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yep. No way. Yeah, it's, you said it was free, right? Yeah. Yeah. Free if you pay for it. Well, it's or free on Prime uh, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription. It's free. Yeah, so, so still, yeah, no so you still gotta pay for it. Yeah, but no one's defending this movie. I mean, no. it is worth to check out because a lot of people really don't really mention this too much, mainly because a lot of it's been forgotten. But the third and fourth build people are the two most famous people out of this. Yeah. Shortly after this, I mean, you had Fonzie come about and start to pull a lot of things in. And you had that, but Fonzie himself, who, you know, did here, and then you said, shortly after this, Stallone started filming Rocky. Yeah, that's 75, right? Yeah. Yeah. 75, 76, I believe. I'm not exactly clear on the date 100%. 
I know I got the whole of human knowledge in front of me, but, you know, but still it's where that started to go into development and it started to write and he started to do it. But the fact that he gets a writing credit in this, you know, Stallone gets a writing because credit in this movie Inquisitor. because he couldn't remember the fucking lines. Because he was improving. He yeah. was totally Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, but imagine that. If he was on any drugs. <laughs> but imagine that, like he's playing pool. He's got a really great shot, and they're actually playing pool. But the script is right there, so okay. he had to miss the eight but ball. But here's the deal. Yeah. Here's the deal about them playing yeah. pool. Yeah. I actually appreciated it, even though I couldn't see a fucking thing. Yeah. Because Wimpy was calling all of his shots. Yeah. He was playing pool correctly. Yeah. And I was like. Nobody does this. No. Except yeah. if you've seen The Color of Money. Yeah. But, <laughs> but. See, I, I used I know, to play I pool do... all the time. I was still like, this is cool. Awesome. All right. See, whenever I play pool, it's like, I don't call my shots because I'm lucky if I even hit the damn thing. <laughs> right. But you have to be very specific when you call your shots, too. You got to say if you're banking, you know. Wait, uh, so it's basically an anime. You call out what you're going to do. Yes. <laughs> Before, <laughs> because if you call the shot and you miss the shot, yeah. even though you get the ball in, uh, but you didn't get it the way you said you were going to, it's no longer your your turn. Okay. Say I'm going to try to get you know the nine ball in the corner pocket, but I have to bank it off, uh, you know the right or whatever else, meaning the ball has to bounce off one wall to hit it. If you do that, but it doesn't do it the same way, you lose your turn, even if the oh, ball gets geez. sunk or not. It's very specific. Meanwhile, I'm just happy if the cue ball stays on the table. Yeah. Then you scratch, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I had a great pool table at home for a while, and my parents really loved it. We played for a while, and then for a while I played without the cue ball because I was too embarrassed that I knocked it off and it fell into the sump pump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, oh god! I had a pool pool yeah. table in my basement growing yeah. up, so and you had yeah. the, the we had the eensy stick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one we, side was too close to the wall, so, so we had a tiny, <laughs> tiny pool stick, and it worked fit out. The whole stick that way, so I you had the little eensy one. Yeah, it's funny. Big, enough, but, but I had my, <laughs> I had my own pool stick. I had my own professional pool stick. Yeah. I used to, you know, I took this enough. game very seriously for a long yeah. time. <laughs> we played it, and I had to have one for that same reason. It was the only place in the basement where that was level enough to hold the pool <laughs> to hold the pool table because anywhere else where it went the yeah, ball no, just rolled just roll. <laughs> the ball started rolling somewhere yeah. so we had that and he had, my dad had to shave down one pool stick because it was like because that's mm -hmm. where you okay you grab that pool stick if you're on that side of the table um, holy shit there was awesome. a, there was a time yeah. when you could go to a Swimming pool store yeah. and buy billiard things. What? The Namco store. Yeah, you could. Because it was pools fun. and billiards. Billiards yeah. and, and pool cues. Yes. So it's like it's there, a, it's a it random in, assortment. It was of things. in Somerset. Uh -huh. Yes, I know exactly. Because I, used I remember to go this. And yeah, get yeah. things that we needed, like chalk and yeah. Uh, that's where we got the tiny cue. <laughs> it's still a pool supply store. I yes, just it just do doesn't do billiards pool. anymore. Yeah. But yes, there, that's yeah. But that's a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was quite young. Wow! Wow! Just so wow. you remember. Yeah. 
Now, I mean, for this movie, does anyone get anything else with this before we get into um, fantasy casting? Because there's not really much more. Did I did I say anything else? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Because I mean, I think I Chico's going to be a menace, and he's going to end up hurting somebody. Yeah. There's the uh, you said with the uh, something about with the with the engagement ring scene. I think you were, yeah. Oh, how, wait, did you say that she was faking being pregnant? Yeah, yeah. she was faking it. He finds yeah. out later. Yeah. Because he mentions it during the bird scene. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Okay, Frank is not no, pregnant. No, she's not pregnant. She's not pregnant. Yeah, she's not oh, pregnant. You gonna marry her? Yeah, I'll probably marry her. I just remember, uh, she's screaming at him in the ring store. Oh, God, then, that was like, what the fuck? And, then he, and I, kept, I kept going, it's a $1,600 ring in the 50s. Yeah. Find a different ring. Get a, different, a different shotgun wedding 1.5 carat with two baguettes. I was like, motherfucker, no. All right. <laughs> this ain't fucking De Beers. What the shit? Yeah, I, I don't know. And then uh, then the gang is beating up somebody and some football players. The football player. Okay, that part happened because Jane dumped Chico and she started going oh. with the football player with the car. And right. I couldn't keep I don't know, I yeah, and that life. that was the football player that he called out, and they had a brawl. Was because Chico's pride was hurt. Well, it's, his pride was hurt because neither of them could admit to the other one yeah. what was actually wrong. Like, like yeah. Jane was clearly not ready to go as far as Chico wanted to go. Right, but, but she okay. didn't it's, know how to tell him. And that. yeah, and in not talking, she just burst into yeah. tears. Yeah, which made him obviously do pause, like what the hell is happening? Yeah. But when he's asking her he what's wrong, and she doesn't know she how doesn't to respond because she, she says, "I don't know." It's but like, she doesn't want to just be just be, and what she wants to say is, "I don't want to be another conquest, another yeah. notch on your belt, whatever." Yeah. You are a slut, and I don't want to be a lay. Right? Exactly. Exactly. I want love, like in yeah. eternity. Yeah. Which I mean, that, <laughs> scene. that one oh, makes scene. That's kind that of part actually makes sense, and I had a lot of sympathy because I can yeah. remember times where like. You're so screwed up in your own life that you can't. You don't have the mental tools to express anything. Well, not even just that. They're supposed to be teenagers. Yeah, their brains are not fully developed anyway. No, I mean, yeah, that time I remember that life experience. Right. No, and And like she's going, she's going through a lot, and And she's new to this town. She's new. When you're a teenager, your hormones are going insane, and especially in the fifties, no one's going to talk about that kind of shit. So you just feel like you're losing your goddamn mind. Right. And you know, you're just yeah. supposed you to be just, like, it's you know, yeah. oh, you're, you're there's, fine. There's just, no way to articulate it. Yeah, yeah. she and wasn't ready and she couldn't. And it's, she couldn't it's, but there's lots of things to it. There's her age, it. there's the time frame that you're in because girls mm-hmm. are not supposed to be easy. No, you know, so going that far is probably hurting her morals as yeah. well because she's she's going through all these feelings she's yeah. not used to. For what it's worth, nowadays, if you want, if you want to be, you know, be what you want. Yeah. It's like don't 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 listen to the social let, mores. Yeah. Like, you know, do do whatever have you fun. want. Do what you want. Be yeah. safe. But be safe. Yeah. But you know Be safe, be smart about it. Right. And yeah. I don't I don't give a Is shit. Something better than a rubber band. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can't necessarily use the rhythm method because you know uh, that doesn't work. Yeah. No. I was gonna say, you know what they usually call the rhythm method, right? Yeah. Mommy and daddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh no! I don't have any rhythm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then they're talking about 
And then they, they beat up a guy, and then there's pigeons, yeah. and they're talking yeah. about Tokyo. Okay, so here's oh, that. No, there's, yeah. let's, we can break that down a little bit, yeah. because that scene, uh, Nick and I were talking about this before and we started. And she was arguing with Stanley about yes. something I can't Okay, remember. so Stanley raises pigeons. Mm. And then he starts talking about raising chickens, which I'm like, that's not a bad idea, but you yeah. know what? Neither here nor there. My point, though, is he raises pigeons. Yeah. And Nick asked me before the podcast if I thought of a reason why he did this. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's because you have to show him at least be a little bit human. Yeah. Because Stanley, for the most part, is nothing but a meathead. Yeah. yeah. He He's beats up luck. his friends. He beats up random people. He doesn't want to take responsibility a for a pregnant somewhere. girlfriend. Yeah. He's, does he steal the car? I don't know. Is he hot wires um, the car? Oh, he, tried, he, he says he can, but yeah. he can't because yeah. he saw it in a movie once. Yeah. And he thought he could Give do it. The car, I could hot wire. And they're like, oh, look, he's got the keys. I mean, it, it was perfect. <laughs> but no one ever goes looking for the yeah. stolen fucking car. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and they do dump they, the car. They yeah. do dump the car. And they don't get caught because apparently fingerprinting isn't a thing. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. You've got Stanley being an absolute fucking tool. Yeah. So you have to make him human well, a, a little tool. bit. Yeah. He is a tool brand. Yeah, yeah. that's Stan- true. Stanley tools are pretty good quality. <laughs> that's true. Um, but you have, but you have this scene with him raising these pigeons, and apparently he treats the pigeons pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he he actually gives oh, a shit sh- about them. Yeah. And so when he's in his pigeon coop. Yeah. You've got Chico showing up to, to discuss life yeah. with him. I don't know why, but he shows up to discuss uh, life. He shows up to discuss life with Butchie because he knows Stanley's too like too meathead to really get it. And, right, and but he Wendy's shows up. Idiot. He shows up to talk to to Stanley about life, and Stanley starts first off talking about how he wants to get chickens because yeah. chickens will lay eggs, and they talk about the Rhode Island chickens and how he can sell the eggs and i'm like if you're in this economy yes um what is happening you'll make a fucking fortune but even in this you know then if they get too fat can't lay lay eggs anymore you can eat them and everything he's saying right there makes sense which i'm like huh this is the only thing he said so far that made any type of sense and then he starts talking about what he reads in there which are maps and in his brain if he read the map of the place, he's been there. Yeah. That's his logic is I read the map of it, so I've been there. So I can visualize. I it. can visualize uh, everything. Yeah. I know where I am. And he's like, give me a location. And he says, Tokyo. She yeah. goes like Tokyo. And he's like, okay, so imagine, you know, God. you're flying and you're, you know, you're looking down and there's Tokyo. And what do you see? I see pigeon shit. Yeah. I see. What do you see when you look down? And he's like, pigeon shit. Yeah. And he's like, no, seriously, visualize. And they get into a fight over whether or not visualizing a location is actually going there versus actually fucking going there. And it, yes, and this entire scene made me go, okay, he made, he sort of became human and then evolved back into an amoeba. Well, yeah, it's like, he's throwing around racial slurs. It's, it's a yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a thing. You know what you see? You see people. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, he's just like, I, I can't visualize this. I've yeah. never been to Tokyo. Yeah. And he's like, they have an argument as to whether or not visiting Tokyo yeah. is actually going there yeah. or thinking about it. And I'm like, 
Who taught these children? I, I yeah. was just thinking about maybe... <laughs> the American educational system. Uh, yes. Maybe it's supposed to represent that he wants to run away from his pregnant girlfriend. No, it's, no. what it's supposed to represent here is it's supposed yeah. to represent the fact that he's going to be an armchair traveler because he can never leave New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and most people do. They never really leave Flatbush. And there was many times of people who were growing up in that neighborhood. And that also comes out from the... Um, I thought about it because I was talking about this with my when my boss was the um, the I cannot remember, Luke Cage series okay. yeah. and you know okay. Luke Cage and how Luke Cage got kind of a bad rap because he doesn't go any higher than Fifty Fourth Street. You okay, know, but he, that's that's his yeah. that's his turf. You yeah. say the same thing about Daredevil. He, yeah, exactly. He stays in Hell's Kitchen. Exactly. That's, that's so it's like, okay, protects. you come in here, we can protect right here, right here. We're good. You know, need to go yep. further than that. No, no. he's not going to get on the A train. He's not going to get on the train over there. He's he's good. Yeah. He's good right here. He's not going to go to yeah. Avenue J. No, Fuck he's Avenue not going to go those guys no. on Avenue. Avenue. Making jokes Avenue. about that. Is that like the earlier Avenue Q? <laughs> yeah. He said the same thing. Telephone is for. Porn? <laughs> <laughs> well, the old ni- uh, the 976 numbers. Telegraph is for porn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the old, the old 976 numbers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grab your dick down, 976, and get porn, porn, porn. <laughs> I don't... I, I, uh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, now, have you guys seen the, the <laughs> video about how the... the uh, the song Peaches that Jack Black does in Marvel yeah. Brothers yeah, yeah, yeah. is the same chord progression as, as uh, Rick Astley Never Gonna Give You Up. Yes, I did see that. He knew exactly what he was doing. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, I did see that, yeah. Uh, and, you know, the thing with uh, with this that I saw when I said, what else does that remind you of? Mm. Now, this movie is one of the people uh, was... One of the people who influenced production of this movie was... Um, it was actually based on a script, and it's kind of a long way about with this, so please just follow me with this here. So, James Carabatsos, who is a Vietnam veteran, uh, this is loosely based on an autobiographical script that he had, which he wrote a movie called... He, uh, he co-wrote a movie called Hamburger Hill yep. and Heartbreak Ridge. Yep. So, Hamburger Hill was also co-written by a guy named John Irvin. John Irvin's son was one of the creators of the next Karate Kid. Oh. And oh. Yeah. So with the next Karate Kid where Julie Pierce yeah. is sneaking away oh, to try okay. to be able to, to, to take care of the bird. Yeah, oh, to oh god, what the hell is the bird's fucking name? hawk doesn't matter to oh, me. Oh god. But, no, yeah. but I remembered it. It yeah. popped in my head and then flew away. Yeah. Ironically. <laughs> yeah. So I mean they do that, they pull a little bit from this, and without this damn movie, we wouldn't have had Fonzie, but without this movie we wouldn't have had that fucking stupid karate kid movie. Angel. The bird's Angel. name is Angel. The bird's name was Angel. <laughs> Yes. That's so yes. Sad. Yes. Yes. Why? Why? Yes. And I mean, we wouldn't have had that either, and that's Why? a plot to make Julie sound a little more human. Ugh. Yes. Yeah, have a damn bird. It's true. It's true. It's to make these characters more fucking human. Yeah. All I could think of birds was Pigeon Man from Hey Arnold. All I could think of was the <laughs> fucking Pigeon Lady from uh, Home Alone 2. Is Stanley yep. going to just hold his arms out where? with little rings and then the, the pigeons will just grab on and carry them away yes. <laughs> into the sunset. It feels wonderful. Away. Come, my minions, come. And, and, and away from his future harpy boomer cartoon wife. Now, I don't know about you guys, but birds freak me the fuck out. 
Um, I get I get nervous around them. Not as nervous as I get around snakes, but I get nervous around birds because I'm tired of having those dumbasses fucking dive bomb me while I'm driving. What? Yeah. You've never on... had a bird dive bomb you? No. Oh, well, I guess I'm special. Because I had what? Cursed? I don't I had one. I, this is the only time it's really happened to me. Uh, first was, I was driving. This was when I had my first car, the Beast. <sighs> and I was driving down Pleasant Street. And I'm just, you know, doing speed yeah. limit, 20 something miles an hour. And this bird just out of nowhere just dive bombs my windshield. Just this pigeon just poof, hits my windshield and then slides up over the car. Scared the living crap out of me, and I just had like pigeon snot across the windshield. It's like, what the fuck was that? See, I've had uh, multiple birds dive bomb me, dude. and I had one. I don't know. One I've of them, had the I one. think, was a pigeon, and then the second one was a, definitely a sparrow because the fucker got stuck on the, on my hood because uh, his wing got stuck. Oh. And I actually had to get it out. He flew away. He oh, was yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah, no, he was fine. Yeah. He just, it got stuck in just the right way in yeah. my windshield wiper. Yeah. And I had to stop the car and pick the windshield wiper up. Yeah. To, you know, from, you know, with your arm out the window, like, Come on, like, you know, you can, you can the go and the bird's like, oh. Like, she's like, oh, what the fuck? But still, why are you dive bombing my car, man? <laughs> He's looking at you, trying to get you, trying, just, trying to get you to feel bad. It's like, you did this. You did this to yourself. But my yeah. point is, I've had too many birds dive bomb me. I've had fucking seagulls dive bomb yeah. me for the food in my hands walking on the beach when I was Ooh. a kid. Like, I don't like birds. Yeah. <laughs> I had a seagull once. Yeah. <laughs> I had a similar fear of that until I went to Kansas many years ago, and we went to this really bizarre zoo mm-hmm. in the middle of Kansas, where if you paid an extra dollar, you got to ride a giraffe. No, it was a camel. Oh, camel. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I rode yeah. an elephant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like five, but yeah. I fucking did it, man. Well, it was scary as yeah. shit. It was. Well, I was there, yeah. <laughs> thank, you for, um, thank you for correcting me, Fox. Thank you. <laughs> a but, giraffe yeah. would be... Yeah. Much more no, amazing. No, I because I, I, yeah. ride a giraffe. I rode a camel and I was uh, so yeah. I rode a camel and, and yeah, I rode a camel and a giraffe tried to make out with me. I, I flipped the two. I was gonna say uh, the, yeah, yeah, giraffes they have these really long uh, tongues. Yeah. That's where I figured out, yeah, I figured out the salute your shorts, but a giraffe tongue is black. I'm like, it's yeah. black. It Damn. is black, huh. yeah. yeah. It is it really black is. because the tongue came right at me. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Oh no, thank you. Yeah. The name is Garrett. Yeah. You know why I but know this? Because one of because your guys running on, on Running Man is very yeah. tall and they call so, it giraffe. Yeah. I've paid attention to your rants here. Yeah. So I mean, I had that, and there was one of these rooms in there where you paid, you paid fifty cents, and you had to hold cups out and have the Jesus pose, and birds landed on you and ate out of the cups. Yeah, like whatever, you, whatever you do, don't flinch. Scared the bloody hell out of me. But I was with my friend Miles, God rest his soul, who was with me. Like, hey, hey, man, come on, man, we're gonna go. Out. It's gonna be great, man. It's gonna be weird, man. Yeah. Yes, he was from California. If you hadn't figured that out, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, you know, so it's like, bro, it's gonna be great, bro. Come on, man. And I held the cups out. Birds landed on me, and I wanted to pass out. But then I'm like, okay, I felt better with it. And I think one of the birds winked at me, which is interesting. <laughs> you know, and then I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, is it you feel better about your fear, bro? You don't get any poop on you. I'm like, I want to go again. He's like, yeah, let's go again, bro. <laughs> See, I'm I'm okay with birds up to about the size of a of a cocktail. Mm. But like, the, the, I understand. Those, I smaller understand. birds, just yeah. like okay, you got yeah. claws, but that's not too bad. We yeah. used to have. I used to have love birds growing up. Yeah, they were assholes. Um, 
but like a cockatiel is like that's Peter. that's the highest level of like claw that I would have anywhere yeah. near me. It's just like you could do some damage with them feet. Yeah, I'm all set. I get you. No, I get you, man. But you know this, it's like, like Ian's bird Zico seems seems good yeah. enough. Yeah, no, yeah. Zico's fine. Zico's yeah. over there. Yeah, no, I, I get <laughs> you, and I just want to roll back here a bit. Yeah, sorry. So no, 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 we're good, we're good. So. I would say again with this 1974 movie, it is worth checking out yeah. if you're a Henry Winkler completionist, uh, yeah. or if yeah. you like movies that have to yeah. do with 50s greaser tropes. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and again, it's a slice of life thing. Don't come yeah. into this expecting a plot because there kind of isn't one. No. It's just like a couple of years in the life of these four chuckle fucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen American Graffiti? It's actually a better movie. Yeah. Mm, yeah, same, same yeah. idea. Yeah. I would say so. I think we own a DVD of that. Well, my dad gave me that it's one. It's got Ron Howard in it. Yeah. So. I really, yeah. Was you, American Graffiti one of uh, George Lucas's first? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford's actually yeah. in it for yeah. about yeah. 10 minutes. And, you know, before we get to fantasy casting, it's actually great that you say that because the next movie actually has a rare one, too. It's uh, Henry Winkler, Sally Field, and Harrison Ford together. It's a movie called Heroes. I have not seen this. No, this is a a rare one, too, but this is a really, really, really good one. This is a really, this is a really good, really super high rated one. Uh, it was either that or it was a 1982 movie where Henry Winkler won an Emmy off of it. Mm. Um, but it's a TV movie, so I'm trying to avoid the TV movies Fair right enough. now. Um, but that one we're going to go to, and the week after that is going to be probably one of those that put Henry Winkler right back on the map. Um, on many of them, uh, it's the Adam Sandler classic, The Water Boy. Oh my God, yes! Yeah. yeah. Well, you want me to kill him? It's just <laughs> one of my absolute favorite movies. It sits in my top ten. And it's just, it has the great quote, you know, Mama, I love Vicky Valancourt. She showed me her boobs and I like them too. <laughs> and Vicky Valancourt is played by Feruza Balk, and I get it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah. We're going to do that. So we're going to get into fantasy casting. Um, we'll do that. We'll tell you about 4041 Media. And after that, the new MovieTheaterTimeMachine.com. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And welcome back. You know, one of the things before we get into fantasy casting with this is we will be mentioning some things about the most polite rivalry in in Hollywood Mm -hmm. between Henry Winkler and Tom Hanks. I didn't even know there was a rivalry. That's the funniest thing, because they say it, and they're like, yeah, you know, what's this? And um, one of the interviews Henry Winkler did, and I believe it was on the Howard Stern show, or one of those, where he's like, you know, what's this thing with you not liking Tom Hanks? He's like, we just don't care for each other. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and Tom Hanks saying, yeah, I just don't really dig his movies. 
So yeah, we, we just we, it's we a get gen- along. It's a it's a it's, it's a, a gentle dislike. rivalry. Just like yeah, we're just gonna go past each other. We might say really hi, try, yeah. but I don't really like. Oh, it. you're here. Oh, you're here. But it's the most gentle rivalry, and I find that the most interesting thing. And apparently, Henry Winkler is extremely generous and extremely polite to everybody. Well, have you ever did you ver- watch yeah, that show yeah. with him and Terry Bradshaw and uh, uh, who else was in that? Uh, William Shatner. William Shatner. Yeah. No, and, no, don't let that uh, dis- and, Don't uh, let him dissuade you. It's actually and a good show. Foreman. Yeah. yeah. There was oh, what the hell is it called? I've it was seen a, almost everything Henry Winkler. He, he's yeah. the lead. It's the four of them going to fucking Japan. It's hysterical. I, it's effectively idiot. Okay. It's four I idiots abroad. See, I have to. It's so you worth told it. me about this. I have. Yep. You told me about I this. Watched, yes. I watched the whole first season with my mother-in-law because yeah. at the time we were living with her, and yeah. it is. Fucking hysterical. I mean, Gosh. most of it is um, just Terry Bradshaw Americaning the oh, living but, shit but out of everything. But he does it so innocently. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's he's the big dumb American yes. who's just like, this is really cool. What is that called? I can't pronounce that. Right, but he was willing <laughs> to try. Yep. That was, you know, I had a few preconceptions of him. Yeah. Because yeah. I just assumed he was just a big football jock. Yeah. And, and to a he certain, sort of is to a certain but, extent he is, but he's also but, but he's, he's so, there's more to him than that. He seems so yeah. like I would hang out with him. Yeah, like, just because yeah. I know I probably have do, a really yeah. good time. Yeah. you know he'd probably play a bard. Yeah, yeah maybe. he does. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does have a really like a really good sense of humor about himself. And I yeah. remember when Terry Bradshaw was on uh, uh, was on Married with Children. And canonically, in Married with Children, he went to high school with Al. Oh okay. God! Yeah, they did that, and they were gonna, you know, and they were gonna name the the field of the football field after him instead of Al Bundy. Oh, no. oh yeah. And then Kelly had to go up to Bradshaw. He's like, you know, like you you've been, you know, she's like, Mr. Bradshaw, you've been in the Super Bowl. You've been to the big one. My dad hasn't even been to the little one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's got a point. It's, it's like, let him really, have this. Yeah, it is a really funny thing, and it just shows that Terry Bradshaw really just likes to make fun of himself. It's called, the show is called Better Late Than Never. Okay. okay. I, I I have to see it, Rob. My, please point me to it, so they have to just please to go oh, through it's, all this. It's, I, yeah. Like I said, I didn't see the second season when they yeah. went to Berlin, yeah. but they went to, like, South Korea and... Japan, because it was all. I remember yeah. the the lantern episode because they have these lanterns that you you put in, they float. Yeah, it's a floating. It, they're really cool. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. A candle inside. Yes, there's a candle inside. They float in the sky. Yes. Okay. Mm. Um, it's they they did one of those in Japan, and I remember was it who was it was it Shatner or Bradshaw? It might actually have been Winkler. I'm not. I don't remember. They put their feet in these tubs of fish that eat the dead skin off. Of oh them. yeah, yeah. One of them or two of them did it. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, I'm that's pretty cool. sure Terry Bradshaw was one of them. I think Terry Bradshaw was one. I'm almost yeah. positive because I do. I remember seeing that bit where just like they put their feet in, you just see all the the fish swarm. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. nope, no. that would not. You nope. would fucking kick the fucking thing off. Like yeah. my feet are very, very sensitive, and it's just I have I cannot control what happens. He is very ticklish. Yeah. It is very. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. He has this thing where he laughs so much that he can't. There's no sound that comes yeah. out because he can't breathe. Yeah, and it is 
one of oh, my favorite. Yeah. It's uh, one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking over at Kaz right now because she knows how ticklish my feet are. I do. Yeah, all you have to do is say I'm gonna t- that you're gonna tickle me, oh, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was okay. years and years ago when we used to do that when we were in high school. I'm, I'm like, gonna wake him up. I'll yeah. just run my one finger. It's like yoga. He will wake yeah. up. It's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will. I keep like this, people. <laughs> I will keep this as PG as possible. But I had an ex who was. Into tickling. Oh yeah. God! And I told her, "It's like okay, sure, whatever. Just stay away from my feet. They're too sensitive. I don't like right. it." She, she didn't right. listen. Tickling sucks. And I once kicked her clean off the bed. Oh, <laughs> just out God. of pure reflex. Yeah. Oh. It wasn't intentional. Just like oh God. It wasn't me. I said next. Yeah. 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 Not that you but would tickle me much, but if you looked yeah. like you were gonna, I'd be like, I can't. I'm not responsible for what my. What I do. Yeah. See, and I am, I am I, the uh, least ticklish yeah. person on the planet. Yeah. I, I remember one time you actually punched me right in the crotch. You did? I, I just reflexed and it was uh, just square. Boom. I'm like, oh, and right to oh, the mom and daddy button. No, I, I annoy the piss out of him because yeah. I'm not ticklish. Yeah. So it's, if it I go to tickle him, he yeah. tries to get me back and I just look at I'm him. I'm like, poking at her. It's just like, I'm going to find a spot eventually. She's there. like, yeah. I may not. I get you. Now... Fantasy casting here. Yes, we were stalling as people needed to think of something. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, okay, I had a thought. Yeah. I feel like I spewed out most of my ideas during the actual review. True. About yeah. Laverne and Shirley. Yes, yeah. that would be. They would be much better than yeah. fucking Franny and Annie. Yeah. Yes, and I mentioned uh, Hey Arnold, Pigeon Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then talking about never leaving the territory or something. Now I'm thinking about Stoop Kid. <laughs> from that show. Well, see, no, I, I, I had, I had an idea, and we can bring back the Don't idea that I've been doing for a lot of them. Yeah, the, mu- the Muppet thing. Oh, yeah. Where <laughs> the cast is Muppets, save yeah. for one person. We'll yeah. say, we'll say Henry Winkler's the one human. Yeah, because he's, he's the only one worth yeah. it in this yep. movie. Yep. And everyone else is Muppets. Yeah. So um, Annie and Franny are. Which one is Miss Piggy? Well, um, oh, Miss Piggy's going to be Jane. Yeah. Miss Piggy's going to be Jane. Annie and Franny are like Janice. Are like Janice and um, Carlita. Oh. Okay, hold on. Um, Stanley. Yep. Can be Gonzo. Yep. And Franny Bye. can be uh, Camilla. Camilla, that's it. Camilla. Yeah. Camilla, the, 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 the chicken. chicken. Because Stanley loves them chickens, man. And if and if Gonzo oh. if Gonzo is Stanley. Then we. Oh then, God, that then makes sense. Wimpy could either be, Wimpy could either be um, Pepe the Prawn or Rizzo. I I prefer Rizzo. I think okay. I think he, Rizzo would actually be better there. Okay. Uh so all right. Because he's small, and he would and he'd have issues with people calling him small. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that yeah. works. So who's gonna be Chico? Kermit. Lou Zealand. <laughs> the one, the guy with the boomerang fish. No. Wow. What? My, my Muppet familiarity wow. is mostly uh, Muppet Babies from yeah. the 80s. No, I, I got that one. Well. Could Chico be Beauregard? I don't have as extensive a knowledge of Muppets. Sorry. Beauregard's the, the cabbie from. Um, no, uh, no, Great it would Muppet have Taper. to be. No, it would have to be Kermit. Because he's the main character is the main character, Oof. and if he's gonna if he's gonna cross with Piggy, uh, okay, and Piggy yep. is Jane, has to be Kermit. Mm. Okay, so Chico is Kermit. Oh, 
Oh, so he had a love affair with uh, with, so uh, sexy. <laughs> with Janice. With Janice. With Janice from the Electric Mayhem. <laughs> I feel like animals should be in there somewhere. Hmm. Mm. Animal could be the 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 guy who owns the um who owns the diner. What? Yeah. But that guy's level headed. <laughs> yeah, okay. but that's all you hear. Yep. And then when he's having the I discussion know, with the, um, when he's having the discussion with Henry Henry Winkler, he'd be like, you know, you make a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, that kind of. Thing. I did, I did. Yeah, so he'd be that, or he would be. Uh, he'd be playing drums on all the. Yeah. Uh, yep. On, on, on the all the glassware. Glass yep. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Hmm. I do Please. like the Muppet thing idea because there was a, I, I'm going to dig for it and see if we could find any audio. I believe Henry Winkler was on um, uh, was on Sesame Street at one point. I wouldn't doubt oh, it. Oh, he yeah. more than likely. And he they was really let. just he was, but I remember he was really enjoying himself. Yeah, um, like it was very visible. He was having the most fun of his life. Well, there's there's a lot of people who love the Muppets. I mean, you've got yeah. like Jason Segel who. The Muppet movie wouldn't happen yeah. without him. Yeah, um, I was gonna say he was spearheaded. I think the last two or three movies. Yeah, he yeah. he was he wasn't in yeah. the Muppets two, but he was in the first one and he was the spearhead for it. But you got Cal Penn, who fucking loves the Muppets as well. That is true. Um, that is true. He was on it. Yeah. Uh, he he actually was invited because he was on a morning talk show talking about the fact that he wanted to be on Sesame Street. So badly, yeah. And they invited him after he talked about it because he is a huge Muppet fan. Um, So they're there. They're definitely Henry Winkler has been on Sesame Street a number of times. Yeah, Uh, one of the first ones was uh, like introducing the letter F for Fonz. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would say there. There is for Fonzie. There's one particular one I can't quite remember, but I remember as a kid watching Sesame Street, seeing him there. The next episode, I will get into my personal story about Henry Winkler. Oh, so I have Henry Winkler with yeah. uh, Miss Piggy at the yeah. backstage in Hollywood Squares. Yeah, he. That's cool. I know he. That might be it. That that Possibly. might be it, as I remember. But I will get into my story about it. I would say I love all your ideas. With everything oh, here, I love the Mu- I love the, the Muppets. Dude, yeah. here, similarly, what yeah. if you replace everybody with Squiggy? Because <laughs> there's this I, little guy with this yeah. little curl thing going on. Yeah. It reminded me of that, and he yeah. kind of sounds. It's yeah. just it's just Squiggy, like uh, it's like straight up just um, yeah, clown. <laughs> Straight, straight up Nutty Professor. Yeah. Yeah. He's I like say, every yeah, character. This is a this is a good <laughs> one. This is a mix of Laverne and Shirley and Happy Days. Yeah, so like yeah, a real yeah, mix, it, not it, just it them could, guest hour. It could be in the Marshall Universe. Oh, yeah. like it could be a precursor mm-hmm. if you set this in Milwaukee. And you get rid of all <laughs> like, the yeah. sex scenes and yeah. 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 And the, 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 yeah. You made a mess. The ick. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucking lost it. <laughs> I just I lost it because I was like, but. At least oh, Happy no. Days with Laverne and Shirley were funny and yeah. um, likable characters. They're awesome. Yeah. Definitely yeah. more likable characters yeah. than this yeah. has. They're awesome. What, okay, speaking of, you know what kind of... It's weird. I wonder what makes some unlikable character, well, some asshole characters unlikable and other asshole characters, I guess, we, are funny enough charm. to be likable. Yeah. Charm. 
Um, yeah. There, there is a level there, of charm, yeah. something like that, that certain the characters sheer. are and missing. Chi- and yeah. Chico almost, almost has, has it. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, almost. Has it. He's, yeah. he's not there, but he's almost there. So, yeah. like, what if, <laughs> what if you cross this with always sunk? Put the always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> no one's likable. Yeah. They're assholes. Everybody's an but asshole. They're funny. Yeah. They're but funny it assholes. Yeah. It would have put a, a yeah. definite level of of humor into yeah. this. Yes. That was but very much and they could still be idiots that, yeah. too. Right. They're yeah. still going to be complete but morons. The, but the reason why they're good is because though they're funny, but they're assholes that they never get ahead. Mm. They're always right back at that bar that uh, is barely anyone there. Right. I don't and think the these yeah. characters yeah. got ahead. I mean, no, yeah. but we and, won't see that. Right. Yeah. And and the thing to the thing that that throws me about Always Sunny is Danny DeVito plays an amazing slime ball. Yeah. But I know how how much of a good dude he is. Yeah. And I can't unsee it. Yeah. It's just like even watching <laughs> the penguin, I'm just like in Batman Returns, he's just like, I'm not a human being. I'm going back I'm to just like, friends. I still know he's a good dude. I'm still gonna go back to friends when he was the stripper man. So yeah. what? Oh, there's an episode. I never watched, it's yeah. really watched Trust friends. me. Yeah. There's an episode of Friends oh, where Danny DeVito is a stripper. Yeah. Oh, it God. is hysterical. I I wanna see uh, this. I don't know I, if I wanna see yeah. this. It's, it's really funny. They pay him not to take his clothes off. What? The only thing I want to have, have to do with the fr- with friends is the Lego set at Central Park. Yes, yeah. I would I like that as well because that. Yeah. Oh, the Hocus Pocus set is out. Oh, is it? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Ooh. Now, next time I said we will get into my personal story with Henry Winkler. Yes. And uh, a little more about that. Jesus. So next week is Heroes. Heroes. 1977, a little more dramatic. I've Save seen the cheerleaders. Wait, no, not that. Not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. to confuse it with the TV show. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, many, many, many movies and stories of the same name. Yeah. Um, but this one is really going to be where Henry Winkler stretches his acting. Now, quite a bit. We've seen him act really well. Yeah. So I know that he's got the chops to do it, and I've seen him in other things. Yeah. So. And he does that. After that, we have The Water Boy, which I'm very excited to see it because I haven't seen that one in a while. It's, it's still one time. of my favorites ever. I mean, I've seen it and I still quote it. Um, but I, I think I've seen Waterboy once. I've yeah. seen it multiple times. Yeah, and I, I mean, maybe saw part of it. It's got a fantastic remember. soundtrack too. Yes, I'm not going to be. I'm going to jump a little too far ahead here, so I'm going to just stop with this. Um, you know, again, I mean, this is one of those, I mean, that's always with the July becomes very, very personal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it becomes something here. Like last time around, we had Jimmy Stewart last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Gene, we're still going to come to your show. We're still going to be a museum at some point. We're going really to figure it out. Yeah. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. Really it's going to take some time, but trust me, we'll be we there. We rent an RV or something. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. Don't make me camp. (laughs) (laughs) Who said camp? Yeah. So, (laughs) we'll see you next time in Movie Theater Time Machine. Like, share, subscribe, and go on our movietheatertimemachine.com for anything and all our other episodes. Have a wonderful night, and thank you. And be good. Take care of yourself. Don't be too good now.